You probably know about the phenomenon of Stonehenge, an ancient alignment of giant slabs that acts as a cosmic calendar. There's something like that here in the U.S. too. It's called MIT Henge, and yes, it's at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, in Cambridge, Massachusetts. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. I'm out there looking for amazing and unusual stories from New York to Boston. MIT Henge is not outside in a field like in England. It's in a long hallway called the Infinite Corridor outside the MIT Physics Department. But twice a year, an interesting solar phenomenon plays out. Last time was back in November, and I was there. I had to see it for myself. Students, astronomers, architects, and engineers gathered in a third-floor stairwell at the end of the infinite corridor. Just a few at first, then more, alone or in groups. Then just before 4.20 in the afternoon, there was an expectant hush. A red beam of the setting sun started to creep down the long hallway. You can see red light back there, see? A couple students set up cameras and crouched on their stomachs so they didn't block the view. It's halfway down, you can see it. There's new students and old timers who've come here to watch this phenomenon for decades. They watch the sunlight slowly pour down the hall. It's like a waterfall. It's fantastic, look at it. There it is right there, how the sun affects a building. A guy named Tom Norton stands in the back. He leans on a cane smiles at the crowd. <laughs> All these people are here because of him. Tom's a graphic designer, so he specializes in light. Back in the 1970s, he worked at MIT, and he used to hang out with friends and colleagues in this hallway. It's probably one of the longest corridors in the United States, hence the name the Infinite Corridor. I was noticing that this you could see the sunset all the way down at the other end of the hall. and, and uh, I asked the people, you know, whether they had observed this too, and they said, yes. It, it's amazing that sometimes you can see sunlight all the way down here. So I thought, you know, this is incredible. Tom asked some astronomy students if they could figure out if there was some sort of a pattern going on. And if so, could it be predicted? The uh, kids came back, and two or three of the projects were identical, and they all said, yes, it definitely happens and it happens twice a year. Tom was the one who dubbed it MIT Henge, and he wanted to get word out about it. So he plastered posters all over campus with a diagram of the phenomenon and when it would happen. November 12th, 1975, 4.19 p.m., as the setting sun crossed the third floor window. He showed up that day, and MIT students and professors were packed into the stairwell at the end of the infinite corridor. Sunset happened. It went all the way down to the end, and it was uh, everybody cheered, and it was uh, quite something. Turns out the infinite corridor is sort of a cosmic calendar, a structure aligned in such a way that it captures the sun or the moon or the stars at very specific times. In MIT's case, it's probably accidental, caused most likely by the angle of the building. Tom Norton says a lot of these cosmic calendars are intentional, though, like archaeologists believe Stonehenge was. Set up in such a way as to predict when things like this are going to happen. You can sight stars at night through these things and record them, and it's a natural scientific instrument, as it were. The accidental kind, like MIT Henge, 
is not the only one in the U.S. There's also Manhattan Henge. That's when the sun sets along Manhattan's straight street grid, perfectly framed in the space between the skyscrapers. But of course, these phenomena, whatever they are, aren't always spectacular. Sometimes the sun is obscured at the moment of alignment. Richard Coolish hands me his business card. He's a sundial adjuster. He's come to MIT Henge for years. You never know, you know, there have been there, there have been years when the whole thing has been clouded out. So of course, everyone here on this day is hoping for clear skies. We continue to watch the sun creep slowly down the infinite corridor. The drab white walls are splashed with a brilliant pink. It's like a painting, just beautiful. I hear a few quiet gasps around me. I think we're all going to get hit with solar energy pretty soon. <laughs> And then just before the splash of pink reaches the threshold of our stairwell, it starts to fade. The infinite corridor goes dark. Well, it should have happened. I think there's cloud on the horizon. Yeah. 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 If it was going to happen, it would have just been. A student photographer named Nicholas Freitas shakes his head. I'm a little disappointed. This is his first semester at MIT, and his first MIT Henge experience. But he's used to this kind of disappointment. Yeah, I've been doing astronomy for a few years, and the rule of thumb is, if something cool is going to happen, it's going to be a cloudy day. You just have to learn to live with that. Um, you know, obviously you have a little bit of optimism that it's going to work out. Um, but if it doesn't, the star is always going to be there. Freitas gets a little philosophical when he thinks about what the ancient Greeks called the music of the spheres the cosmic dance that goes on around us all the time. There's a certain, certain otherworldliness, um, no pun intended, <laughs> of things lining up just right. You're thinking of you know, a stationary building and perhaps the stationary sun in the sky, but for a few brief moments, you can see, for maybe a minute or two minutes, you can see the sun transit down the hallway, which shows that you know, everything's in motion. You're in motion with it. Um, and it's crazy to think that it's not the sun that's moving, it's us that's moving. And we're something rotating on a little rock out in space. I find that really beautiful because it makes me feel connected. I can see how we're moving and see how the world moves around us. Nicholas still wants to see what it looks like when the sun reaches the end of the infinite corridor. So he and a lot of other MIT folks will be back at the end of the month when our little rock in space moves into place so MIT Henge can happen again. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. I'm always on the lookout for strange and unusual things on the road from New York to Boston.